editor of Farmers Week. To our new and regular listeners, welcome to this latest episode of the Weekly Wrap. After a short break in recordings, we are back with our weekly podcast to tell you what you can expect from the latest issue of our magazine, and also to talk about some of the top news from the farming and agribusiness sectors. From next week onwards, we will introduce a few new presenters for the weekly wrap. And you can also look forward to new upcoming podcast series produced by Farmers Weekly. But I will share more information about this with you closer to the time. Some of the top articles featured in our 6 November magazine include a piece on which crops and which countries in Africa currently offer the greatest farming investment opportunity. We profile a farmer from Kailicha who saw an opportunity to start a small farming business amidst the COVID-19 chaos. And we learn about growing chilies from a farmer in the Western Cape who started producing this crop to improve cash flow on his fruit farm. UK-based development company Agdefco has invested in 50 agribusinesses in sub-Saharan Africa since 2009 linking more than 375,000 smallholder farmers to markets. CEO Daniel Holes says they focus almost exclusively on lower and lower middle-income countries in sub-Saharan Africa. He says that while there is no country in their portfolio, where the business environment has improved dramatically over the past decade, Uganda, Rwanda, Cote d'Ivoire and Kenya are amongst the easiest to do business in. Others, like Malawi, Hull says, are also reasonably predictable and have the attraction of having lots of opportunity given the importance of commercial agriculture to the economy. The migration of farmers from Zimbabwe to Zambia has created good potential in Zambia thanks to these farmers' skills and technologies, according to Hulls. Then he says that although progress has been slow, They've also seen some improvements in the investment environment in Mozambique in recent years. And they are looking at investments in Ethiopia. Some of the commodities that hold the most investment potential include tree crops, particularly avocado and macadamia. Global demand for these is significant and growing. And Hull says that if you can provide the right quality into the global supply chains, there are good opportunities. Southern and East African countries have the possibility of being competitive in avocado and macadamia production because they have the right agroecological conditions and can supply particular seasonal windows. Another area is livestock for supply to domestic markets. And the third subsector that holds investment opportunity is high-quality, competitively-priced basic foodstuffs. Now we go to the Western Cape. When the COVID-19 lockdown forced Nkumisa Mkabile to shut down her catering business, she put her entrepreneurial spirit to test by starting two small-scale farming businesses on a piece of land in Kailicha. She used money from her savings and started selling slaughtered chickens door-to-door, but soon realized there was also a high demand for live chickens in the local community. So she decided to raise chickens to supply to people who wanted to start their own businesses. And that's how Mamkube homegrown chickens started. Mkabila has a chicken house 
on a 90-meter by 34-meter plot in Kailicha. She currently rents the property but is in the process of buying the land. In addition to a chicken enterprise, Mkabila has started planting spinach on the plot. Her first harvest yielded 1,000 bunches, which sold out in a single day. She is already expanding her business and says that she doesn't want to limit herself to farming only spinach, but she would rather produce various types of fresh fruits and vegetables and supply them all over South Africa. In September, she planted 20,000 seedlings of green pepper. Now for some chili farming. To boost his cash flow, J.D. van Deventer farms nursery trees and stone fruit near Montaki in the Western Cape, used to plant aubergines and peppers at the start of the three-year fallow period between tree plantings. Prices for these cash crops fluctuated greatly, however, leaving him with good returns one day and substantial losses the next. He began looking for a more stable alternative and ended up, quite by chance, with chilies. During his first trial 11 years ago, Van Deventer planted 18,000 plants, and since then, chilies have become as important as the farm's other income streams. One of the challenges he has encountered with chili production is that only a few products are registered for chemical control of pests and diseases. And these are extremely expensive. Van Deventer also warns that since he started out in the chili market, this market has become far more competitive with many fly-by-night operators, seeing it as an opportunity to make quick money. When these farmers struggle to sell their product, they usually flood the market, which has a negative impact on prices. The best thing to do if you want to farm chilies, says Van Deventer, as with most commodities, is to first ensure that you have a market for your produce before you plant. Now let's look at some of the week's top news stories. Finance Minister Tito Mbuweni tabled the medium-term budget policy statement in Parliament on Wednesday, with the economic impact of COVID-19 having been more significant than expected. Mbuweni said South Africa's economy was now expected to contract by 7.8% this year and the outlook for 2021 was even more uncertain. There was, however, some good news for the agriculture sector. Mboweni announced in his, in his speech that the 3 billion rand that was allocated to the land bank in June would be supplemented with an additional allocation of 7 billion rand over the medium term to support the bank's restructuring. October was a bumper month for potato farmers. Potato prices across all classes and markets reached record levels of more than 80 rand for a 10 kilogram bag in October, surpassing the previous record set in 2016 of 63 rand per 10 kilogram bag, according to Dr. Andre Eusten, the CEO of Potato South Africa. He said these anti-seasonal prices were the result of lower supplies on the markets, and this was largely due to the unusually cold weather experienced in Limpopo, the country's largest potato-producing province. This cold weather affected the early harvest, leading to lower supply levels on fresh produce markets around the country. Nico Wagner, a potato producer in Limpopo, said the potatoes currently on the market were planted in April, and were hit by the first frost in May, 
and again in July, which affected growth and reduced yields. South Africa's blueberry production estimate for the current year has been revised downward. The cold weather experienced in parts of Limpopo and Mpumalanga during the production season resulted in the blueberry harvest estimate to drop by 1,000 tons from 23,000 to 22,000 tons. This was, however, still a significant increase on the 18,000 tons harvested in the 2019-2020 harvest period, said Alzette Skitter from the SA Berry Association. Lower temperatures cause blueberry flowers and young fruit to freeze, interrupting growth of the plants. Temperatures during flowering in these areas normally don't fall below 0 degrees Celsius, but temperatures of minus 2 to minus 3 degrees were experienced this year, she said. Skitter explained that there was a good window of opportunity for exports to the UK and Europe during this time of year. But the country competed directly with exports from Peru, while exports from Chile arrived on these markets a little later in the season. Export volumes for the season were estimated at between 17,000 and 18,000 tonnes, compared with just over 12,000 tonnes last year. That was it for this week. Join us again next week when Farmers Weekly Managing Editor Janine Ryan will tell you about some of the top stories from the 13 November issue. This edition includes articles on solar power on farms and new research that shows the average age of farmers in Africa is far younger than commonly thought. We speak to a farmer from Van der Bell Park in Gauteng who is busy transitioning from using conventional tillage to no-till on his maize soya beans and sunflowers and you can read about honey production and an award-winning small-scale wattle farmer remember to follow us on social media we are on facebook twitter and linkedin at farmers weekly sa until next week stay safe and happy farming